as you can see um, uh, from all of this, uh, there's something to this. We don't know what it is. I don't oftentimes, I'm sure Clyde Lewis will probably cover it, but in my findings, there's actually a book. A guy by the name of Isaac Whitehaupt, not Scandinavian. Super Bowl, an analysis of the occult and Illuminati symbolism ritual. Wow. Like maybe, I think, <laughs> turn that into a discipline, a field, like how to mass communicate. And then you think of some of the other, there's a website a, a man sent me called The Vigilant Citizen. Are you, have you been aware of it? Have you ever seen no. it? Go check it out. Right, well. well, on their website, okay, they say, and I don't know if this is one guy or who it is, but it's a good website. It says the New Year's Eve virtual light show at the Seattle Space Needle was highly symbolic. On New Year's Eve, the Seattle Space Needle presented a bizarre virtual light show. It featured bizarre imagery such as DNA double helix, sacred geometry, some ominous figures. But here's a look at this event which took place. And this is, again, that mass communication that goes out where they get these symbols to get you thinking in different ways. And he goes picture by picture showing what Seattle was trying to do, right, they say on their website, the Space Needle ushered in 2021 with a sensational, innovative new show for T-Mobile New Year's at the Needle. This year's celebration featuring striking visuals and a wondrous display of digital effects engineers to bring viewers bigger thrills than ever before, all safely from the comfort of home. So we're all watching the Super Bowl from the comfort of home, right? <laughs> Supposed to be. While the website makes one think that this light show is the best thing that ever happened, according to the, com uh, the writer, he says... The comments on YouTube are much less enthousi enthusiastic. Corey states on this, This made me anxious and sick to my stomach. That's the way I felt about the weekend's performance yesterday. Why was I anxious? Why do I feel sick? 99% of the comments on YouTube were overwhelmingly for this event that took place on New Year's. The Double Helix Light Show, negative. And then you start to look at some of it. Here is uh, welcome to 2021. Here's some electronic sperm to celebrate. Oh. A DNA double helix surrounds the needle. Talking about DNA. At the center of various polygons, an important symbol emerges. The unicursal hexagram. Uh, and where do we find all this stuff? This guy's done all the work. He goes back to Alistair Crowley. Magic, book four. You don't know uh, Alistair Crowley? Satanist. Bad newspaper. There we go. Well, like Here's dark, dark magic, I guess they would yeah, say. Yeah, magic. Yeah, whatever. M-A-G-I-C-K. Yeah. We're, we're not experts in any of this, folks. We're just putting it out there. You're welcome to call in and give us your version of all this stuff. But when there's a spectacle, this is their form of mass communication. Using movies, using mass communication of a Super Bowl or where we all, at, at, at New Year's, we're sitting there watching the clock, right? Flash of light goes through the space needle and a cell appears above it. Then it starts splitting into two, four, six, eight, sixteen cells. The sails then merge back into something that looks like a cocoon. And then what comes up? A monarch butterfly emerges from the co cocoon. The first segment ends. And it has another segment, a lotus flower. Then the later the needle appeals at the center of the solar system, which is rotating using man-made mechanisms. This is a simulation. Then after we see human figures spiling around their own axis, not unlike the solar system. So they're trying to send a larger message here. And what ultimately comes from this whole entire thing is two robotic spa uh, faces appear in the sky. And we're going to put this out so people can look at this. Yeah, I got the link. As a way of mass communication, it's something to think about. Do we often, when we're watching this, really understand the impressions that are being made upon us? 
Does a child, are you able to discern what's in your child's video game? I oftentimes worry about the Minecraft. I keep asking my kids, why are you killing the pigs? Why do you keep killing things? This is what we do. We're supposed to do this. Well, you know, is this part of that programming that they're using? Because I thought you guys were building things. I thought you were building. So they come to me and they tell me they're building homes. I built another home. Look, I'm, and then one of them will go beat each other's uh, or <laughs> burn the other guy's uh, house down or stack up a bunch of TNT. I'm like, well, this is not what I thought they were doing. Does that make sense? And, and the, the bad part about it. <laughs> is it might be having some sort of impact on them psychologically that I'm totally and completely unaware of. They might be able to be communicating to my children or other people with whether symbols or, or whatever is in the video game. Now, I'm not trying to get too neurotic about all of this. It's just literally something to think about. You see that picture at the very end out? It says we've got the world in the palm of our hands. Yeah, yeah those hands are creepy. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> whole entire thing is right there. So we'll, we'll post that. That's what they do. And in fact, at the top of this uh, website, The Vigilant Citizen, it says, quote, symbols rule the world, not words nor laws. Just think about that. Symbols rule the world, not words nor laws. Also available on this website, The Vigilant Citizen, you haven't seen it yet. Talks about music business, picks of the month, uh, the one-eyed movement, uh, the latest release. What is the Great Reset? A blatant propaganda video by the World Economic Forum. Symbolic picks of the month: Arnie Hammer, cannibalism and the sickness of the elite. Uh, let's see what else we have on here. Disturbing MK Ultra and child abuse paintings displayed on billboards in Italy. Mariah Carey's sister accuses mother of abuse during satanic rituals. Like, all this stuff sounds conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theorists, but as we've come to find out over time, there's something else to this. Kanye West exposes dark truths about Kardashians, tries to break away from them. Is anybody even talking about any of this anywhere? No, this stuff is just completely and totally surprised. Or, if you are talking about it, you're dismissed as a conspiracy conspiracy theorists. I'm just offering it up for your consideration here. I'm not saying what is, what isn't. I'm simply sort of impacted by yesterday's halftime show once again. It becomes the thing that we talk about. We're not really talking about the commercials any longer in terms of them being commercials for the product because everyone is donating their time to virtue signaling and saying, well, we're donating this amount of time because we want you to get the vaccine. I mean, everything is a ploy to get us to do exactly what mm -hmm. we what they want us to do. Yep. I just get tired of that, you don't you? Watch what you consume in your body, but also watch what you consume visually. That can poison you, too. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, some other things that were there, I think, to really find some, some great things. Learn more about Tom Brady. Uh, I think there's a huge takeaway. We'll never see anything like that again. Uh, Rudy, let's check on weather and traffic very quickly. I think that's enough for my Super Bowl commentary. I'll, I'll leave it right there. I don't know what you guys got from yesterday's Super Bowl, if you got anything out of it at all. But I think it's certainly something uh, you'll be talking about here for the next couple of weeks. Rudy, let's go. <laughs> As we put things together, we're going to start with the weather, which is really pretty dynamite for the next few days. I know right now it's 51 degrees in uh, Nob Hill, 53 in Rio Rancho, and 52 here at the Rock of Talk. And, you know, i got to tell you, the roads don't look terrible right now, but you do need to be careful on uh, 
Coors Boulevard. I told you about the slowdown coming down the hill, you know, past Ellison and out to about Seven Bar Loop. It's going to be a little bit tighter for you once you get to uh, uh, Montano Plaza because that's just going to be a slow trip that we normally get about this time of day. And we're losing some speed on I-25. The southbound trek is slowing up there, driving into the sunset from Jefferson on over to uh, just about uh, Comanche at this time. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Sunny Side Up. While their patios are open Wednesday through Sunday, you can still enjoy takeout with them. And they're hoping that they'll be able to open the restaurants later this week. Hint, hint. And when they do, they're just waiting to entertain you with things like the pineapple coconut pancake, the Patriot waffle, and, of course, the banana strawberry waffle that has become probably my second favorite thing there. This is Sunnyside Up. They're on Louisiana at Manal. If you'd like to enjoy takeout, go to sunny.enjoytakeout.com. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, let me rifle off all these um, text messages very quickly. Party B was in there. We saw uh, she was in the Wayne's World. Right? She had that, that one where she's telling people to buy local. She also uses the word WAP. Look up that word yeah, WAP. Yeah, we know. know. Yeah. Trash, trash, garbage culture. So there you go. Just, this is the stuff that they're peddling to your children. This is what Cardi B is all about. Uh, I think, uh, oh, did you notice how they turned into Bruce Springsteen into the hero? Look at the Bruce Springsteen. And nobody knows it's Bruce Springsteen. There's no mention of it, anything. But I know it's, you know, Bruce Springsteen. The moment I see Bruce Springsteen, I immediately extend my middle finger as far as I possibly can. Idiot. Totally. He is awful. I think he is the most anti-American uh, superstar out there besides Lady Gaga. Who else is, you know? <laughs> Madonna. And, yeah, obviously Madonna. Yeah. So let me read all your text messages. Uh, coming away from all that. All right. Uh, here we go. This is the anti-Brady stuff. He's still a cheater, Eddie. He got two of those Super Bowls by cheating out the Raiders and the Jets in two different AFC championships, buds. F him. There, there we go. And, and who's that guy defending? The Raiders. When's the last time the Raiders won a championship? Yeah, that was 1983 under Tom Flores. Wow. Yeah, and then he's going with the Jets. When's the last time they won something? 1969 oh with uh, Joe Namath in Super Bowl three. Yep, yep. Wow, your hate, I love it. Uh, bring us some more. T- Tom Brady thrives on your hate, sir. He does. He's got seven. I, Super I, Bowls. Eddie, I'm just doing a draft of your monologue right now for posting, and, and 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 part of it is we should all emulate Tom's ability to bear adversity, never complain, and be a fundamentally decent human being. Never complain. Sounds like a guy you want to hate, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eddie, Tom Brady is the gentleman of professional football. Oh, that's just beautiful. That's from Robin Hood, the conservative. I appreciate that. Jay Block uh, says great commentary, and he's a Patriots yes. fan. Big Patriots fan. Hi, Eddie. Yes, yes, and yes. Oh, Patriot Party. Well, Eddie, oh my God, Eddie, you're so correct on all this regarding the halftime show. Well, you felt it. I don't know. I can't discern it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not thinking in those ways. Maybe you can help me. Oh, I just got a really good text. I'll, I'm going to have to adjust some things, I guess, tonight. <laughs> Eddie, your opening monologue was top-notch and inspiring. Thank you, Judith. Oh, very nice. I appreciate that. Our friend uh, Judith. Oh, wow, this is long. Oh, this is on the picture uh, front of St. Therese Parish today. God bless our faithful Catholic president. Restore decency, honor. And he can't even spell honor. It's, uh, it looks like honer, H-O-N-E-R. The priest at St. At Therese can't spell honor. 
What a surprise. Because he I, has not. Oh, thank you for kneeling that, Rudy, before even. <clears throat> I am about to pull back the curtain and tell you what you saw tonight on the Super Bowl halftime show. In 2008, I was watching the opening ceremony of the Summer Olympics in Beijing, China. There were hundreds of dancers dressed exactly alike, making the exact same movements. In perfect timing, no one stood out. Everyone looked and danced exactly the same. As I was watching, the Spirit of God spoke to me clearly, and I will never forget the moment. He said, that is Gog. Wow. Oh my. I knew God spoke to me, but I had no idea what he meant. So I started my journey to find out what Gog is, and tonight I'm going to briefly explain it to you. In Ezekiel 38.2, Gog is the chief prince of the land of Magog, who leads the final invasion against Israel. I can prove in many ways that this is an Old Testament reference to Armageddon. The term chief prince only appears twice in the Bible. Once in reference to Michael, the chief prince, Daniel 12.1, and once in reference to Gog in Ezekiel 38.2. Long story short, Eddie, Gog is a demonic principality with an ideal, ideology finding its launching place in the land of Magog or the former Soviet Union. It is the demon behind collectivism. Collectivism puts the group over the state over the individual. Individualism is what America was built on. Collectivism is what the communist countries are built on. This demonic spirit of communism has now infected the entire world and its primary spreader is China. The ideals of collectivist communist China is Gog. It will eventually dominate the entire world. How do I know this? Because God calls the nations in the four corners of the earth Gog and Magog in Revelation 28. Eddie, what you saw tonight during the halftime show was the demonic principality Gog in America. It is the driving spirit that works with the spirit of Antichrist to deceive the people onto the one world of becoming one. United as one against Christianity and the Lord Jesus Christ. This demon believes it now has total control of the United States. I do believe that he is. Thank you. That's a beautiful. Thank you for sending that. Eddie, I turned the Super Bowl off at halftime. Time to watch Veggie Tales with my two-year-old granddaughter. <laughs> it sounds like that was a better temporal investment in more ways than one. Tom, thank you, Tom. Uh, this came from Vigilant uh, Citizen as well. Oh, here we go. Eddie, you're absolutely right about the halftime show. Very dark and demonic. Not sure if you caught the quick references to Mount Hermon, which is a symbol for Paramount Pictures, which is where the fallen angels landed. Oh, wow. Not to mention that the Super Bowl is historically the main event for sex trafficking. Also, the Christmas nativity scene from Vatican was also demo demonic. Uh, the Vatican's 2020 nativity scene is a bizarre collection of ugly pieces that include an astronaut and executioner wearing a horned mask. Furthermore, the entire thing is repeat with occult symbolism. Here's a look at the puzzling display. That's from uh, Vigilant Citizen. Well, we're going to start going into some uh, different areas here, Dowd. Not, not, this is not our strong point. This is not what we do. Hi, Eddie. I noticed all the majority, if not all the backup dancers for the weekend's performance were, pe were people of color. Aren't they supposed to represent the exact breakdown of the entire population of the country to be fair and equitable? That's right. That's right. Uh, Brian says that was a great segment. Um, Tom Brady is the greatest. Social engineering can't take him down. He has talent. He is impervious. Tom Brady called racist on social media for winning Super Bowl during Black History Month? Yep, I've heard that, yeah. Oh, what? my, come on. What? He's never renounced his support for the ultimate racist, Donald Trump. He's evil, pure evil, Rudy. Didn't you know that? My gosh. <laughs> That's That's crazy. Uh, I think, speaking of, we got to get to your article today, and we're going to do oh, that. Oh, I'm looking forward yeah, to that. I think <laughs> we're going to kick that off with uh, Hour 2. And uh, stay tuned. Folks. More on communism to come, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Uh, yeah, we did do a little something uh, for ourselves. The Dow put it together, and... 
We had Dowd had his first censure. I uh, did. And we were really angry about, about it. it. <laughs> no. And we'll also talk about uh, my censure potential as well within the Republican Party. But we'll do that after the top of the hour Fox News. You're listening to Fox News EBQ.FM, K229CL 93.7 FM, and AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, glad. The Lacera Fox News. Senate leaders on both sides and lawyers for former President Trump have come to an agreement on how to proceed with the impeachment trial set to begin tomorrow. Sweeping such something as momentous as this under the rug brings no healing whatsoever. Let's be clear about that. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Trump's lawyers have said the proceedings are unconstitutional because he's no longer in office. The proceedings will include four hours to debate that. The one article of impeachment is incitement of insurrection. House impeachment managers say Trump's remarks claiming the election was stolen led to the Capitol riot January 6th. The Georgia Secretary of State's office has formally opened an investigation into Trump's efforts to overturn the election results there after the former president was requested on a phone call with Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, where he appeared to pressure him. President Biden and Vice President Harris took a virtual tour of a new mass vaccination site in Arizona. State Farm Stadium is being used as a 24-7 location providing shots of the Pfizer vaccine. The tour took the White House through the process from check-in to drive-through, in which Health Services Director Dr. Kara Christ said the operation can manage between 8,000 and 9,000 vaccines per day. That currently is both first and second doses. President Biden says for sites like this, more vaccine is being produced. And if we need more vac- vaccinators, uh, we'll send them. We'll find them for you. The NFL is offering all of its other stadiums as vaccination stops as well. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg will quarantine for 14 days after a member of his security detail tested positive for COVID-19. He has tested negative and is showing no symptoms. America is listening to Fox News. Beach combing, baking cookies, learning French. Aren't these what you'd rather be doing than thinking about your Medicare prescriptions? Well, Walgreens is here to help you get back to it with convenient refill and pickup options, expert pharmacists to answer all your questions, and Medicare copays as low as zero dollars. Zero. Which is also the number of cares in the world you'll have as you stroll the beach eating cookies and speaking French. Oh la la. Walgreens. Zero dollar copays apply to tier one generic drugs and select plans where Walgreens is a preferred pharmacy. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Find your balance. Keep riding. And if you stop, put your feet down so you don't fall. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates is expected to rejoin the United Nations Human Rights Council. The State Department says the U.S. will re-engage with the Geneva-based Human Rights Council as an observer. Former President Trump withdrew from the body in 2018, claiming unfair treatment of Israel. A senior U.S. official says the Biden administration believes the council needs to reform, but that the best way to promote change is to engage in a principled fashion. The U.S. is expected to be a non-voting member at first, with the possibility of full membership next year. 
Rachel Sutherland. Facebook says it will remove more false claims about COVID-19 from its site. In a blog post, the company says it will help users find out where people can get vaccinated in just a few taps as more information about vaccination sites becomes available from federal officials. Facebook also says it will expand the list of false claims about the virus and the vaccine and will remove it from its site. The company says enforcement will begin immediately on pages, groups, and accounts that post false information. There was talk of it last week, but now a longtime senator makes it official. He will not run for re-election. Alabama Senator Richard Shelby will not run for what would be a seventh term in the U.S. Senate next year. In a statement, Shelby says for everything there is a season, and he has been fortunate to serve in the Senate longer than any other Alabamian. He was first elected to the Senate in 1986 as a conservative Democrat before switching parties. Before the Senate, Shelby spent four terms in the House. For the past two years, he has served as chairman of the powerful Senate Appropriations Committee. He also led the Banking and Intelligence Committees. Jared Halpern, Fox News. Tesla says it has invested more than a billion dollars in Bitcoin. It will accept the digital currency as payment for its electric vehicles in the near future. In a regulatory filing Monday, the company said its board approved of the investment and potentially more in the future. I'm Lisa Lissera. This is Fox News. for the second hour let's put things together and we're going to start with the weather hi everybody i'm rudy grande what a nice looking day we had today and this is really the story of the whole week they say it'll cool off on the weekend maybe some rain coming and next week's going to be a little bit of a trouble spot but right now let's leave that for then 66 in corrales it's 67 at the national hispanic cultural center and 66 at the rock of talk all right got a stall here i-25 this is going to be northbound as you make your way right there between Montano and uh, Jefferson. It's on the right shoulder. Not a real big delay there. Couple of stalls on eastbound I-40. One right outside the interchange, and then the other one right before San Mateo. Big yellow on the scene of both of them. Have you been with somebody and they ask you for your recommendation for say, oh tacos or hamburgers? Well, just tell them theplaceilike.com. Say cbd.theplaceilike.com or salon.theplaceilike.com. Great stuff on theplaceilike.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro on your TV for Roku and Amazon Fire. I was just playing with that. That's why I'm a little late here, a couple seconds late. And then, uh, of course, you can download the app at abq.fm hour 2. D-Dowd Musk is going to break into, well, we've got a kill a bell on top of that. We also have an article from this morning. And D-Dowd, how are you? Uh, I am as of 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Uh, are we in st- still in standard or are we in daylight? We're in standard time. 4 p.m. Uh, on the East Coast, I am up $39.81 for my one share in Virgin Galactic. So <laughs> I'd like to thank the taxpayers of New Mexico who have contributed to my nearly $40 in profit. Uh, and I usually try to give an update every day of where, where things stand. <clears throat> I'm very happy. Well, that's good. So it's at $55. <laughs> when are they going to start shorting that thing? Uh, yeah, smart people would. Uh, you know, they are that window, that envelope for their next test flight opens up on the 13th, so it's only five days away. And, uh, you know, we joke a lot about Virgin Galactic, but I just hope hope to uh, have the heavens that they don't kill more people uh, five days from now. I just hope they don't. 
So tell me very quickly, I think, well, let's get to this later because I don't want to get on that. It'll take on the entire segment. Sure, sure. We figure out what happens with GameStop. We know well, what's going to inevitably happen with, and I, I don't need to go to GameStop anymore. You know, for the Xbox, you just download whatever is mm-hmm. right there. But I got to tell you, uh, given the texts that are coming in, I don't know if Minecraft is going to be something that my kids are going to continue to play. So I got to figure that out now. Like every single thing, you can't just buy something and let it be easy. <laughs> you know, it's really, really something. Um, uh, you know, I grew up in a time of Pong, Space Invaders. Oh, yeah. Like, the enemy was out there. We had Pac-Man fever back then. Pac-Man fever was great. I still have my upright Pac-Man machine. You've seen that. Oh, yeah. I, I have, we, yeah. We burned through that. Uh, Pitfall on a, on the old Atari. Oh, that was fun. So here we go. Uh, Eddie, the left loves to tell you the truth in their hidden messages. Kids in cages. And were the kids in cages during the J-Lo Shakira Super Bowl? Uh, that's the way that it looks. If you look at that, every Super Bowl halftime show for the last few years are nothing but satanic ritual. I didn't even know this. I wouldn't... Most of the time, I've just been ignoring it altogether. Um, Clyde's show tonight is decoding the Super Bowl. Oh. There we go. So guess what I'm going to flip on tonight? Clyde Lewis. That's what's, that's what's coming on. Uh, Eddie, it also reminded me, the Super Bowl halftime, of a Twilight Zone show, I Have the Beholder, the Headmaster. Oh, okay. yes. Yes. I don't know that. Uh, that's where everyone is ugly, and the young woman from the Beverly Hillbillies, the beautiful blonde girl, is she's per- she's perceived as ugly because she is our definition of beauty. But she is in a world where all the ugly faces are considered the norm. When you type in "I have the beholder," it immediately pops up. And I, you like to use Google just for the show from this standpoint. Yeah, there it is. That's the very, very famous one. I remember that season two, episode six: A woman's natural beauty makes her freak in a futuristic society. Uh, 1959, also titled The Private World of Darkness, broadcast in the summer of 62, 42 of the American anthology series called The Twilight Zone. What were they trying to do? Very Donna Douglas, yes, the very beautiful Donna Douglas. There, there it is. Uh, Eddie, the dancers in the halftime show looked like they had jock straps on their heads. Son, you got a panty on your head. Remember that? I can't get up that high anymore. Uh, let's see... Hey, Eddie, I noticed that the majority, if not all the backup dancers for the weekend's performance were people of color. Okay, we got to that one. Um, Eddie, your father's a wise man. Go Pack Go. Okay, good. Go the Packers. February 15th, President's Day. Mail a postcard to Trump with a nice message. President Donald Trump, Mar-a-Lago, 1100 South Ocean Boulevard, Palm, Palm Beach, Florida, 33480. That's I'm awesome. I'm sure a lot of people will do just that. <laughs> well, that is our president, in my opinion. Uh, the Super Bowl halftime show has been a satanic mockery of Christ for at least the last 10 years. I made sure my entire family turned away from the television until football started again. Well, now you get the end zone messages, right? I mean, everywhere you go, it's telling you what to do, right? Isn't there something at the, the top of the end zone? Eddie, I didn't watch a single play, not one. The NFL's everything I am not. That is nine years sober. Way to go. I love, love my guys like that. Eddie, Don, you just said it best yesterday when he said, Welcome to Woketopia. Referring to the commercials, of course, with their in-your-face messages about wokeness, solidarity, and donating millions of dollars to fight racism. One thing I have to say about out of these three uh, about these people, they love symbolism, and it was prevalent during the halftime show and throughout the commercials yesterday. I do not see the world the same way after learning about the elites. I especially dislike the Alexa commercial with Michael B. Jordan. I pray for this country every day, and I know that God will win in the end. God bless you all in the Kiva. God bless the USA. Uh, Katrina says. Oh, uh, <laughs> Mark's safe from the 
Uh, I people are still on Facebook. I don't know if this is the real thing. Mark say from the Super Bowl jockstrap mask mandate today. That's very <laughs> funny. Um, very same person said it. Cheney will be in your area. Ooh. Oh, sorry, wrong wrong message. I get more marketing messages on my texts now than I ever have before for some reason. Look up Disney animated film subliminal message. Well, we've seen that too. Art, right? You can go back and look at. Uh, Things like Picasso, and you can find all the little hidden Easter eggs in the midst of all this stuff. And let's not forget, I think the overarching theme of all this is collectivism. You will do what you're told. You will get on board with everything the government is telling you to do. The government is now sort of the, think of them as the police force uh, for Apple, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, because yeah, yeah. all those companies now own the government, by the way. Yeah. Okay? Does the, the government, government control has, them, or do they own the government? They own the government. <laughs> they, collectively, they have more money. And I'm, I was trying to explain this. If you want to understand socialism, we've already put it into effect. Who got rich during the COVID-19 uh, socialist experiment? Those big companies. Do you know what these their market caps are? I'm going to review those so that way everybody understands how much money these companies have. It's quite incredible. These companies made a bunch of money. They gave you a bunch of free money to help you out, even though you probably didn't lose your job, didn't lose anything at all. But, hey, take it, take it, take it. Just sending, send us your routing number for your checking account, please. <laughs> Google is valued at $1.408 Microsoft is valued at $1.829 Apple is valued at $2.298 Unbelievable. Should I continue? I mean... These companies and their market caps—they they own everything. Xerox back in the day is worth two hundred twenty billion. You look at uh, Walmart; it's worth four hundred and ten billion. I mean, these big tech companies control everything. I don't even know what the market cap is for Amazon right now, but it's all about making sure you stay home. That's just like they do in communist countries: stay home, don't go to work. We'll pay you to stay home. Make sure you only buy from us. Make sure you stay home. Make sure you do what you're told. One point six trillion for Amazon. How much? One point six trillion for Amazon market cap. There you go. There's your your market cap. So, (laughs) Bezos will never be a trillionaire now, uh, except through shares, and the market is at thirty one three eighty five today. Hope that's correct. Nasdaq's at thirteen nine. All at a time where we stayed home, we didn't work, and small businesses are suffering. Can you just understand and see the huge disconnect here? It's gigantic. And how do they get you on board with this? Well, they make you feel good. And, in fact, they used to do it in the 30s, 40s, and 50s with great art. Right? You see the uh, famous painter, Diego Rivera. Right? Then you have a counterpart there, Rita Kahlo. Tell us about uh, your article, Doubt, and the huge double standard that exists. And there is a bit of censure in here. Doubt started out with something else, and then we're like, whoa, okay. Let me let me ask. A, we should have a segment called "Ask a Black Guy," <laughs> yes, right? Uh, you know, I was trying to <laughs> trying to get to this point. <laughs> I was doing that actually with, with with one of the guys that you know. On Saturday morning, I went to go visit him, and I said, "Tell me if this is a white or black guy singing." I mean, we've kind of gotten to that point where it's like I'm going to amaze you just based upon race alone. Never going to give you up. <laughs> never going to. Okay. Rick Astley, actually, yeah, you might actually, you might think he is. Yeah. Well, I'll play the song a little bit later. But <laughs> I, I went and asked a black guy about this, and uh, a really good friend of mine, and uh, he gave me a complete and total, complete understanding of it. Talking about tribes, the country, 
just everything uh, with regard to, and you don't like it phrased this way, the usage of the N-word mm-hmm. is what the way that you phrased it. But here we go. I could lose everything. By, can you imagine if Donald Trump were to use that word one time? Just once. Everything would have been over for him. So well, I mean, what, enlighten what, us, Dow. What interested me about this this story, and of course, uh, this piece, it's on uh, rocketalk.chat, C-H-A-T. Check us out, uh, www.rocketalk.chat. Free until Chat. Wednesday for you. Oh, it is, okay. You can read that. Well, you know, what... what uh, what what can you what are you not allowed to do in America in 2021? And I had two examples. So there was a New York Times, 45 year veteran of the New York Times, just booted out because some he was taking some student tour down in South America and he was talking to about racial issues and in entertainment with one of the students and he did use that word that begins with N, that, that racial epithet that you know we can't say or we'd, we'd get into trouble. Um, he didn't mean it. Uh, in any pejorative way, he was just talking about rap lyrics or something with the students. So a couple of years later, this all comes out and he's booted out. We have this country western singer. I'd never heard of this young man. He's sort of stumbling around, drunk and using uh, all sorts of profanity and, and uses that word as well. So I mean, boom, your life is over. You lose your job. You probably never get you know work in that industry again. Um, and it's not a good word. It's a vulgar word. Uh, I think you you two gentlemen know you, when the microphones are off. I don't use racial epithets. Uh, I, I say a lot of bad things about politicians in New Mexico, but it has nothing to do with their race or their ethnicity. I say they're morons, and that's, I'm, I'm right about that. But, um, you know, it's a vulgar word, and, and we have defined in our society words we don't like to use, and I, that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm comparing the depersoning of these two individuals for using that word, that racial epithet, with the um, career uh, of the long-dead artist uh, Frida Kahlo. She is having... An exhibition, uh, I guess it's on loan from another museum. At, uh, it's coming to Albuquerque. It came on the uh, sixth, uh, the sixth of, of February, which I believe was Saturday. And the, the, I, the Eddie, the only reason I know about this is I just saw a headline in the Albuquerque Journal online, and the reporter, this woman reporter, uh, called her Frida quote a global symbol of resilience against adversity and patriarchal oppression, a feminist <laughs> icon, and thanks to affairs with both men and women. A cult figure in the queer community. So, you know, anyway, let me stop you there. Just in that title alone, very quickly, does she know how incredibly abusive uh, Diego was to Frida Kahlo? Yeah, yeah. Feminist. He was a real feminist, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't get yeah. out of that relationship her entire life. <laughs> she was with yeah, that guy, yeah. and he was incredibly abusive. And she even remarried him. Apparently, after divorcing, the next year she they they came back and got remarried. So, all right, uh, feminist icon, patriarchal oppression, whatever. Maybe that's all true, but. There's an element to this artist, and looking over her work, I don't know anything about fine art. It just doesn't, it's not that impressive to me, but maybe you think she's a great artist. That's your choice, and it's my choice to not think she's that great. An element of her personality that never really seems to be included in all of this celebration of this great native Mexican, not New Mexican, Mexican painter, is that she was a huge communist uh, and supported the communist movement, the International Communist uh, Party, uh, in, in communist movements within countries. Uh, not just generally, but specifically uh, endorsing Stalin, uh, painted a picture of herself with a portrait of Stalin, uh, constantly saying nice things uh, about her. Uh, there's a, a writer called Philip uh, Terzi, and he says, so close, in fact, was Frida's identification with communism and so resolute her dev- devotion to Stalin that in 1940 she was briefly suspected by Mexican authorities of complicity in the murder of Stalin's nemesis, Leon Trotsky, who was assassin? Assassin she knew, of course, and this gets us into you know deep Cold War history. The bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, is that Stalin, probably next to Mao, is history's greatest mass murderer. Uh, Stalin precipitated all sorts of killings across the board uh, in the Soviet Union, uh, specifically in the Ukraine. The what's called the Holodomor, the purposeful starving of people in the Ukraine. 
uh, one of these cases, what is so often the case with communist regimes, the bodies were, are so vast, the number of bodies are so vast, we, we don't know. We can only estimate broadly, you know, was it 7 million, was it 10 million? Uh, a, a monster of a human being, uh, Joseph uh, Stalin. Frida really loved him. Not only that, she painted a picture of the hammer and sickle, which, of course, was the symbol of the Soviet Union, the greatest murderous regime uh, in history, out, out murdering Hitler, uh, although we never, we never really seemed to discuss that. So I put that picture up on, on our site, and you'll see she's wearing a body cast. She had back problems because she was hit by a car when she was 18. So um, she was, she said that she, in her, in her diary, 19, in the early 50s, she wrote that she was, quote, an unconditional ally of the communist revolutionary movement um, to the Trump administration's great credit, and I can't believe someone associated with government in 2021, or actually this is 2019, actually called this nonsense out. Uh, the Trump administration's ambassador to Mexico tweeted out, I think it was her birthday, he could not understand her, quote, obvious passion for Marxism, Leninism, Stalinism, uh, asking the question, didn't she know about the horrors committed in the name of that ideology? Something tells me ambassadors appointed by the Biden administration are never going to point out the facts about communism, uh, and of course he, he caught all kinds of heck for this, and you know he's another another you know Trumpist monster. So I, I'm not saying her work should be censored. I'm not saying all her art should be burned. Uh, I'm saying why don't we include this aspect of her life? It's a pretty distasteful part of her life, and at a time when we are destroying people's lives for committing speak crimes and thought crimes, and some of them you know are offenses that are you know Coy Griffin has said stupid stupid things, but. We are in this culture now where your life is over uh, based on what you say. Uh, this was a woman who supported the worst, most murderous, imperialist, communist force in the history of humanity. And she has her own Barbie doll, literally. I have a link, ladies and gentlemen, you can click on from our, our article. Uh, Mattel, huge toy company, uh, created a Frida Barbie doll. There's Frida t-shirts, there's Frida posters and scarves and jewelry and all this kind of stuff. So Shopping bags. Uh, that's, yep, that, yep. that's the funniest shopping one, right? bag, the Shopping bags from a communist. Yes. Just go on eBay or Amazon. You can find all you want. So The Che Guevara t-shirt. Uh, the worst... I, 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 you will never pin me down and make me endorse censorship. If you like Frida's art, you're free to like Frida's art. I'm saying at a time when we are literally just destroying people's lives and careers based on what they say, what they support, the things they endorse, she endorsed pretty much the worst thing ever, which was the Soviet Union... Why are we not talking about that aspect of her life? So uh, check it out, uh, rockoftalk.chat. So I'd like for you to uh, recap the title of that article. That uh, Please, one more time for me. Uh, yes, it's a little, little, uh, little intense. Uh, the ABQ Museum celebrates a Stalin lover. Uh, the subhead is an artist who was, quote, allied unconditionally to the communist revolutionary movement. Uh, this exhi exhibition of, yeah, it's called, formally it's called Frito Ca Frida Kahlo, Diego Rivera and the and Mexican Modernism. It started on Saturday and it's going to run through early May. And I just suggest to the people who run that museum, maybe once you have your visitors look at the exhibition and see the artwork, at the very end of it, you pull a little box out for a wonderful organization called the Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation because they are trying to keep the memory of this greatest crime in human history alive and educate people about what communists actually did. Uh, how many people did Stalin kill, Rudy? I don't know. Let me tell you how terrible he was. His own wife took her own life, supposedly. Actually, he it's most likely that he murdered her. Yeah. <laughs> like almost twenty million. That's yeah. the minimal yeah. amount. Yeah. Oh my! Probably somewhere closer to thirty-five million, from yeah. what they can 
understand about uh, Joseph. And, and, and most of those were not by accident, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the starving of the Ukraine, it's called the Holomador. Uh, and, and by all means, we should recognize the Holocaust, one of the worst crimes in human history. The Holomador was the purposeful starving of people in the Ukraine in the 1930s. And there are pictures online. You do not want to see these pictures of people just dead from starvation in the streets of towns and cities in the Ukraine. That's your boy Stalin, Frida. And... Um, Maybe we should have a discussion of this instead of just celebrating with tote bags and Barbie dolls. So if you triangulate, according to uh, some of the population of Mao Zedong, uh, head communist, uh, worse than Stalin, probably uh, killed somewhere between 43 to 48 million. Stalin, at least 20 million, but could be potentially upwards of 35 million. And there's a competition asking... Who killed more, Hitler, Stalin, or Mao? <laughs> right. Well, way by far. Uh, the six times as much for Mao over Hitler, five times as much for Stalin. There's your math. That's what you need to understand. Great Although, article. Pound for pound, ladies and gentlemen, you can't dismiss Pol Pot in terms of the people he had access to. Uh, he punched well above his weight, exterminating like a third of the population of Cambodia. Yeah, a, a communist sympathizer. We should really, really support those people. Put them in our pop culture. T-shirts, hats, there it is. tote but, bags. Hey, we, don't, we, don't. we don't pay attention much to that stuff, I suppose. Great stuff. Uh, I'm glad you kept your focus there and uh, seeing what they're trying to slide on through. This has definitely been the cultural uh, uh, show this afternoon. Uh, I'm going to definitely be playing Ground Zero tonight. Uh, Eddie, what's your opinion of Russell Wilson? Isn't he an amazing human being? You talk about the greatness of Brady, but nothing about the good things for Russell Wilson's love for mankind. Should we get into that, Dow? Okay. He, this guy says, Dow loves Ru Russell Wilson. Stop talking about the Kardashians. Don't waste your time on BLM, BLM lovers. Here's someone who's trying to goad me into a uh, fight. I know who this character is. Back after a quick break, 545 back and forth. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com hi i'm ben lucero president and owner of indigo mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in new mexico being local carries many positives for consumers such as being able to meet face to face you will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally and you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today. On the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. 
Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer, 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharma. Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. International Protective Service, or IPS, is the very best security investigations firm in New Mexico and the southwestern United States. We utilize the very best law enforcement, the United States military, and true security professionals from all over the world. When you, your family, or your business needs the very best, think of International Protective Service. Call International Protective Service today at 505-897-2420 or visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. Time to put things together, starting with the weather. Looking like a great-looking week. I know at the end of the week it'll cool off and rain weekend time. Right now, in Las Las Alamos, it is uh, 49 degrees and partly cloudy skies there. 67 at Kirtland Air Force Base, 65 at the Rock of Talk. All right, Manal, east and westbound between Princeton and Sunset Memorial Park. Right lane is closed there. Not a lot of delay right now, but I will tell you, Montano, eastbound between a renaissance in culture, the right two lanes being closed there, that is creating delays. By the way, in Rio Rancho, it's just going to be a slow trip. As you make your way southbound on Unser, basically between Cabazon out to west side, and if you're north on Unser, it's only 45 miles an hour. Rio Rancho uh, speed trap is sitting there right past Idelia before northern. And it's just a $200 ticket if you're going too fast, not a big deal. All right. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena. This is where you can get canyon water on the east side. Canyon water is just great. It's alkaline water, which means it's really the best water for you. It's going to make you healthy, change your water, change your life, and ask Mike about his salt room when you go get your gallon of water free. All right. Live Spring at Salon Helena on Manal, just west of Wyoming. With that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 5.30 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA and ABQ.FM and rockoftalk.com. Uh, very quickly, I know you were doing your uh, Russell Wilson research. Yeah, I, I guess wow. I, I knew the name. Uh, quarterback, Seattle Seahawks. Um, he is a devout Christian, according okay. to this uh, citation. Frequently speaks about his Christian faith. Um, he is an active volunteer in the Seattle community. He, during the NFL season, he makes weekly visits 
to on his days off to the Seattle Children's Hospital, and he's also visited with soldiers at Joint Base Lewis McCord. So our texture appears to be uh, correct. He's a stand-up guy. Doesn't seem to get too close to BLM or socialist lefty nonsense. So good, good for you, Russell Wilson. So that's another way to attack. I suppose what would be my argument uh, was Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl yesterday. I think the subjects were something that is relative to the discussion. Did you see me bring up? I don't know, Roger Staubach or <laughs> Ken Stabler or... I mean, Troy Aikman? Do <laughs> you really want to go that? And, but do you even notice the person who texted in leveraged, tried to insinuate that I was some sort of racist, yet I'm Hispanic. So let's try to explain that because I didn't bring a black man into the argument, right? So, I mean, I'm not sure... Should we talk about Langston or some of my other best friends who are also black who actually talk about this all the time. I'll tell you about my guy who works uh, all the time. He says I'm like the being honest is somehow being racist. You see? Mm-hmm. You see? And now in the midst of all this campaign stuff, you can sit there and capture, just like they did. Let me tell you what happened. Um, several people are chastising me within the Republican Party by stating and I quote, brandished a weapon during the debate. I'm sorry, was there anybody else in the room with me? No, there was not. There was nobody else in the room with me. I was sitting there, I was answering my... Can you imagine? These are Republicans. Their problem with me is... And I nailed everything, according to everybody. I was like, oh, well, if you didn't have them before, you have them now. There's no doubt uh, you can definitely defeat the other side. I mean, compliment after compliment, it was good. You know, it went well. I must have got 25 calls after that of people who were on um, the call, the debate. Quote, quote, debate. Now, it was for very the well listeners, this was a this was a Friday GOP night, Friday DC, night okay. GOP, yeah. Uh, and everybody's saying that I nailed everything. I mean, we didn't have anything. I had no idea. It was a Zoom. The meeting. husband, who's the second in command of the Republican Party, then tells everybody, said, "Well, can we have closing statements? Well, is that because your wife is?" Also competing, but we weren't told to have closing statements or anything. Well, like, okay, well, I'm ready for anything. I talked for three hours extemporaneously about any number of subjects. If you really want to do that, we could do that. Asking Eddie for a closing statement and not telling him ahead of time, it's not quite the same as asking a different candidate. <laughs> was, I, I think Eddie can handle that, okay? <laughs> it was the most bizarre thing, right? The whole meeting's ending. Yeah. Julie's stopping the meeting. It's all done. And here comes this guy... And he says, uh, Madam, sir, Madam Chairman, don't you think we should have closing statements? And she goes, uh, uh, well, and he says, I think two minutes would be good. <laughs> and then instantly, her right henchman goes and says, let's keep everyone in order. And we're going to start with this one guy that never got a first question, which meant that guess who got the last word? <laughs> Take yeah, a guess, everybody. His wife. Yeah. Curious how like, that worked and, and out. I, I was just like laughing. I'm like, this is awesome. What a fix. So I, well, no, I just corrupted. was like, this is awesome. Well, none of that's going to be worse. You're not going to have to worry about any of that stuff. I mean, really, when it all comes down to it, I've already told you, none of this stuff is really going to matter. Right. But it's these little things that create distrust instead yeah. of build an opportunity and build, you know, you like to keep things fair and I think open and, you know. You can't be a candidate if you're not registered with the Federal Election Commission, people. Please stop. You don't have a minor declared, detail. <laughs> you don't have a declared candidacy unless you are registered with the Federal Election Commission. So all these guys who are saying they're candidates and you're not registered with the FEC, well, 
what I'm really kind of scratching my head trying to figure out how is it that you can state your can your candidacy here. I don't think that's fair to anybody who's voting. It's like, well, you're a candidate. Well, yeah, I'm still getting my stuff ready. Well, if you're already ready, there's already an independent candidate who supposedly has 5,400 and some odd signatures to go ahead and be on the ballot. Mm. That would be qualifying. But, again, we don't know from the Secretary of State how many signatures are needed because we haven't got through the last gubernatorial election to get the real numbers. So... Secretary of State has to say that. She, of course, is going to be dragging her feet because now Deborah Holland, 26 Republican senators, are pushing back on her candidacy. Surprise, surprise. But guaranteed, because of identity politics, Mm -hmm. Deborah Holland will get confirmed. I don't know how someone who can become the Secretary of the Interior or have that type of capacity, and she's going to be managing other attorneys when she fails the bar exam not once, twice, but three times. I don't know from hardest to least hardest or whatever it is that's out there. <laughs> I don't know how hard it is to pass the New Mexico bar. Is, it, is there a grade for that? Do you measure state to state? But she's going to be managing some high caliber people in her capacity as the director of the interior. And you're going to be putting her, much like Joe Biden, who's just a, essentially will read the teleprompter in front of him, has no idea what he's yammering on about. Totally clueless. Totally clueless. And you're going to have the same thing in, in Deborah Holland. So there's going to be people behind her, largely tech companies. They're going to be driving their agenda and say, hey, Holland, if you do this, this is what we need to do. You need to run this play. And she'll do exactly that. And she'll be the perfect representation of that. Uh, Eddie, I, I, I don't think that she'll be, she'll be confirmed. No problem. Your scurrilous attacks on this uh, wonderful nominee Damn. Um, I, I just offend me on so many levels. But uh, today, <laughs> no, yesterday, I'm sorry, this is a Native Wait, I'm only. I must only be attacking her because she's Native American. Uh, not that if there's any part of me that's not that's Native American or anything. Right? Uh, um, sure, not, not one drop. Um, <laughs> this is wonderful. This is the Native News Online. They reported this yesterday. Yes. GOP opponents, uh, uh, opponents to Deb Holland's nomination are... Funded by the oil and gas industry. That's uh, the, it's not racism. It's just those evil oh, oil God. and gas guys who support so much employment here in New Mexico. Yeah. Mm, there we go. All right. All right. Uh, well, we do have to get to uh, to Murder Mike. Murder Mike has been on uh, here. Somebody close you, you uh, ladies and gentlemen out there uh, to, into the Kiva. And we're going to bring it back out to Mike Klassen, who's been uh, been referring to him as Murder Mike. It might seem uncouth, or you may not like that, but it is the the sad reality, right, Mike, of the way that we began things in 2021, sir. Uh, that's correct, Eddie. We have a kind of a interesting dialogue going here. But uh, we had um, actually we had February 2nd homicide of uh, the year uh, last night, early this morning, last night. It was a vehicle versus pedestrian accident at San Pedro and Osuna. Uh, the motor units went out and initially was investigating it as a hit and run, but they found evidence indicating that it was a homicide. So that makes two for February. The first one, of course, happening about a week or so ago on land. And uh, it was an active weekend. Otherwise, we've had we had about four four or five shootings over the weekend, the, the most recent being on Maple uh, by Press Hospital where shots were exchanged between two vehicles. Nobody was hit, but the guy decided to barricade himself in an apartment and shoot it out with police. So that ended up in a SWAT situation, making it two for last night, another one at Alvarado and um, Cagua uh, and Alvarado and Domingo where it was a extensive SWAT situation for several hours. 
Um, other than that, we had shootings at, got to get my notes here. Um, we had a shooting at Estancia and Cloudview uh, Saturday morning that was, ended up as a hostage situation. Following that, we had a shooting in the two to 300 block of Pennsylvania. Guy was shot in the face and the lower leg, transported to UNM Hospital. He survived the injuries and is in stable condition. However, Saturday night, we had a rather serious shooting that occurred at the Speedway in the 1800 block of, or 1897 Core Southwest, where a, a guy was shot abdomen, back, and um, in the leg. Stable. I, they didn't think he was going to make it, but it was stable. And they had another shooting. Five minutes after that, the same numerical listing, but on Coors Northwest, 1897 Coors Northwest at a Walgreens. I'm trying to figure out if those were related, but right now, one was handled by the county sheriff's department. One was handled by APD, so I'm trying to weed all this out. But that would make uh, a total of five or six shootings we had over the weekend. So, very productive weekend. <laughs> well, the, way that you, the way that you said it at the end, uh, yeah, very productive uh, weekend, Mike. Well, appreciate uh, you staying on top of it. Uh, do you get confirmations on whether or not any of those uh, go fatal 10-7, uh, or is there no communication on or follow-up on it? Um, I'm working on it. I, am, I have been reaching out to the uh, PIO, the head PIO with uh, APD, Gilbert Gallegos, for uh, several weeks now, and we're, I'm trying to establish something where I can get better confirmation. But right now, it's basically it's information I get off the scanners plus some of my contacts with some of the other TV stations and officers in the field. So I'm working on getting a better communication kind of stream going along, but right now I'm kind of just hanging in the wind there, working it as best I can. Well, Mike, you do a great job. Thanks for doing that, and I appreciate it. we got to get you uh, improved uh, little Internet connection there. But other than that, uh, all's good. Thanks for the report. There he is, uh, Murder Mike uh, jumping in there. And uh, not easy work no. uh, to be listening to the scanners until 4 in the morning. Remember, all this stuff is just scanner traffic. Uh, so, you know, obviously there's going to be erroneous information and some stuff that's not going to be true. And uh, we're choosing to put it out to the public anyway through Mike's reports. Uh, regardless of whatever comes of it. I think it's a, a good uh, signifier of the activity that's out there. And I think we we got to keep up with it because we're not getting that from our news. Our news isn't being straightforward and honest with us. And I'm going to hound Mike over the weeks to come. I want an update on the uh, feds investigating that moron, potentially murderous moron, shining a laser light in the eyes of pilots uh, as, a, as a nervous flyer anyway. When I hear stories like that, that just makes me even more nervous. So I'm hoping the feds find whoever did that and get to the bottom of it and lock that guy up. Eddie, my little girl got excited and said, Daddy, it's the guy who says if there's a crash or not. Rudy Grande, keep up the good work. How about <laughs> Thank that, you. Thank you so uh, much. Michael Time. Toya says, uh, take a look at the mothership over the top of the Sandia Peak cloud formation. I will be doing a uh, geoengineering show soon, I promise. I uh, just have to line that up. Yeah, uh, the... Real climate change, you want to talk about metals in the atmosphere, the white sky, all that type of stuff, we should definitely talk about it. Uh, Eddie, Amazon, all formerly known as the company store. Reindustrial policy, Stalin, 40 million starved. Mao, 70 million starved. The new Green Deal, uh, we can still be number one. <laughs> so, <laughs> Give us time. <laughs> I was remarking about this earlier. There is going to be an extinction-level event, and they've already prepared you for it. So what is going to happen in that ELE? It'll be a massive, massive uh, number. I don't think it'll be immediate in the sense that it's anything that is 
quote-unquote explosive. But I almost feel much like we've done this, and, and we're so far, we're never coming out of this COVID stuff. This is the adapted world that you live in. And if you haven't come to grips with that reality yet, New Mexico is dead last when it comes to all this. And we are that Petri dish which is being used as the experiment for the Democrat Party to run their experiments here in this very easy-to-control population. I don't know why we're so trainable here and the amount of federal money that comes here. It's like, well, we'll try it out in New Mexico first. They've run the playbook here. So for those of you who are thinking that we're getting out of COVID-19, isn't going to happen anytime soon. It is just not going to happen. That is, it should be evident to all of us uh, at this point that uh, if you want life to improve, you've got to be willing to push back. Yeah. When, is that, when does that point happen? The moment they come to touch your guns. That's the moment, in my opinion, where I think it happens. Uh, is the vaccine genetic engineering? It's hard for me to comment on that. What I would suggest is I'm not going to put anything that's going to alter anything in my own body. Okay? Not a conspiracy theorist. Please stop using. Uh, if if I can use, if you guys can use conspiracy theorists on us, we can use politically correct on you. And you, I hate to phrase things that way because I don't think, you know, any one is worse than the other. I think both ways of thinking about things that truly are mental illnesses. And by that I mean you need to stop just tailoring things as this stuff is dismissive because there's some sort of conspiracy theory behind it. And that's what they use to be dismissive of our thoughts and our exploration of these thoughts. And we need to go ahead and put pen to paper and figure out, is this really happening to us? And if so, what can we possibly do about it? You know, how are these trails just ending up in these blue skies? And why don't I see blue skies anymore? Why do I see just white skies? So, I mean, if you want to have these type of arguments, I'm of no consequence to explore any of this stuff. Uh, and it's not going to have any impact for those of you who are thinking, whoa, you're gonna have, we're going to ask Eddie this stuff during the campaign. Well, let's, let's explore it. Let's talk about what is, and then I'll let you finish the, the rest of these pieces. Asking me questions that I can't be final. See, and this is the way of, of thinking about stuff. You have lateral thinking. Are you able to explore issues and not to come? Are you comfortable with no finality in something, or do you need concrete, truthful, impactful, and the you know fact-driven issue, fact-driven answers where there's empirical knowledge? And I would say there is no empirical knowledge. There's just a lot of data, just like we were at the edge of our perception with COVID-19, and all these people came out with these edicts. Here's what we have to do. Here's how we're going to defeat it. We know, and we know better than the president. And they use that, we're going to trust the science, trust the science. No, you use data to lie, manipulate, and cheat everybody else out and push them into these positions where they're forced to accept, because they put on a mask or because they're willing to do what you tell them to do, they think that you're good people too, that you're not going to manipulate them. This is how they came to you. So, okay, they must know better. But what we've come to find out nearly a year after is they don't know what they're talking about and our society has become worse because of it. And everything has this timed release, right? You have those timed release vitamins you take or timeless. Same thing happened with the election of Joe Biden. Suddenly everybody across the street is back to work. Suddenly, <laughs> it's true. You see the full parking lot over there. Everyone's suddenly back to work. Joe Biden was inaugurated and all of a sudden, what do we have? People is like, oh, COVID's over. Oh, what, what, what? It's a miracle. It's amazing how this whole thing happened, you know? But uh, no, you're right about the vaccine. I, you know, I'm not. A, I'm not. I, I'm a professional researcher. I deep. I like to debunk conspiracy theories. Sure. I'm not an anti-vaxer. Why would I trust, given the last nine or ten months, the same people 
who have bungled this across the board sure. to tell me, hey, take this jab in the in the shoulder. You know what? I think I'll wait on that. I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah, yeah, and, and maybe never do it. <laughs> and why would anybody be forced to take anything for any reason? I think that's also bad news. You know, shouldn't somebody have the ability without consequence to make decisions about what they do with their own body? My body, my choice, what happened with that? Is that just only good when you're killing babies? Is that the only time you're allowed to do that? And if you, in case you, any of you guys are thinking I'm worried about anything that might come of anything that I'm saying here, yes, please go through the 75 hours and 30 minutes of the time that I was on air. That's all aggregated in the month of January. Please, go through all of that. But all of this is going to get live, manipulated, and they'll say, okay, we'll point to this because guess who's keeping track of every single thing that I'm saying? The Dow 3000 right there. And he's got everything <laughs> linked to everything that we talk about. So just in case you want to go ahead and comment, uh, it's completely and totally searchable as well. Uh, Steve says there's a Frida's birthday celebration lookalike contest in Old Town every August. There nice. you go. Wow. Uh, Google Dale Van Atta, Mexican Peace Council, funded by former Mexican president. There you go. More of this stuff. That is happening. Brian uh, texts in. According to John Brennan, former director of the Central Intelligence Agency, from 2013 to 2017, Americans are now germinating across different parts of the country, gaining strength and bringing together an unholy alliance. Excuse me, commie dictator, what did you say? Brennan continues, an unholy alliance of religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, racists, nativists, even libertarians. He goes on to call these uh, call all these groups insurgents and domestic terrorists. So we're now domestic terrorists. Okay, got it. I mean, what's, what's the point of doing that? This is a guy who had his security clearance removed. And all his terrorist name-calling, I didn't catch him using the term radical Islamic terror. You know that he speaks Arabic, right? <laughs> but I guess Obama never used those words either. Former Obama CIA director Brennan says those who disagree with establishment ruling class are insurgents. So now, see, this is... This is what happens in societies. There's a whole history. We just talked about uh, is the next extinction level event people who voted for Trump, supported Trump. Are we, and a lot of people have talked about this, have, are we marched into Holocaust camps? Are we, are we forced to go into manual labor camps? Just in case you think that what I'm saying is too outlandish, you better check yourself. Because you haven't heard from the president. President Trump, who's now in Mar-a-Lago. In case you think your country's not in danger, we've had how many executive orders? Pretty close to 50 at this point? What's the need for that? You better check yourself. In case you've been watching the White House press room, you have Jen Psaki not answering any questions and telling you she does not have to answer any questions two and a half weeks into taking power over the government, in addition to everything that they shut down individually across the country. You better check yourself. This is real, folks. You are living through it right now as we speak. And if you don't do anything about it, your kids are going to be enslaved forever. Am I making myself clear yet? Do you understand what's happening here? Can you see how your government has now been overtaken by people who are thriving on what to tell you what to do? I am now receiving notices directly in a flurry directly at my radio station. Like I've never received them. That is not by accident. 
They know what they're doing. They're going to try by force, and there's going to be compliant Republicans who are going to join right up there with them and sing, and, and it's controlled opposition. They've infiltrated the Republican Party. They said, we need to drive Trump out. That, that's too much freedom. That's not enough control. What do you mean you empower the regular citizens out there? Try to help people make America great again. We're not going to make make America great again. We're going to make we're going to make Americans do what we want to do again. We're going to control them. Anybody ever looked into the CIA? Anybody looked into the FBI? Anybody look into any of these three letter organizations that are out there? Do you understand? That has nothing to do with keeping America great or making America safe. Is that what happened? Did, did justice prevail for Donald Trump while he was in office? This was the leader. If it can happen to him, it will definitely happen to you. If we don't live in a free country, do you want to have children? Do you want to live? Do you want to live here? Just like Ronald Reagan said, if you don't save it here, you don't save it anywhere. I oftentimes get asked, when do you think it's going to happen? When do you think we're going to rise up? When, uh, last four years, how many times? did we, we thought somebody else was going to do the job? The story of somebody, anybody? You guys know that, right? We always thought somebody or anybody was going to do it, but not us, until nobody did it. And that's exactly what happened. If you don't do it yourself, it's not going to get done. I get up in the morning, I've got one guy to trust, that's me. No offense to Rudy and, and Dowd here, but I'll be here regardless if they are. I've been here 10 years before, and I'll be here 10 years after, or the station will. And just in case you uh, you think that I'm out of my mind and you think that there's issues, there's always a dead man switch for the people who plan far enough ahead. So if anything should touch me or anybody I love at that point... Well, there's a lot of information that's just sitting out there. But we don't need to do that. What we just need to do is just live our lives. We just need to go to work, come home, hug our families, visit our relatives, be there for our parents. Do something constructive with our lives going forward. Not paying attention to every single time the government has an edict that they want to hand out. This is defining your life. Your life is effectively over if you have to do everything they tell you to do. Trust me about this. That's not why this country was founded. That's not why I have these constitutions and these citizen rule books and the rest of this stuff. It's made to protect the freedoms. It does not give you those freedoms. It does not give you those rights. You need to understand that. And I think... Too many people have been too complacent. They think being able to text and have a phone is like all the freedom in the world that they need. You're enslaved. This is a digital enslavement tool. Wherever you are, that's where that is, and they are on you 24-7. Do you know that? I've told you in the Freedom Checklist what to do. Browsers, get off of MAGIF. Microsoft, Amazon, Apple. I still have my Apple phone. If there was a way to get rid of it, I would completely and totally get rid of it. No problem. But there's not. Because now I only have two choices, really, in the marketplace that, that, that are work. Android or Apple. 
You want to talk about a monopoly? Well, we're forced to communicate. What do you mean you don't have a cell phone? I, I literally want to get rid of the cell phone. I've thought about it. I've, I'm down to, I don't know how many apps, but it's it's not very many, Doubt. I'll tell you. Uh, I formally resigned from Facebook and ended my uh, account this weekend. I'm done. There you I'll, go. Twitter's next. I'm coming for you, Dorsey. There you go. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's incitement. I'm sorry. Uh -oh. yeah. I meant I'm going to cancel you. I'm, instead of you Whoa. canceling me, I'm canceling you, Dorsey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check on weather. I love everybody that listens to the station. I love you guys out there. I love what we've been able to do with our technology, how you're able to see us on the Roku device. And sure, we're on Amazon Fire and Apple uh, Plus, but I just want to make sure we reach out to everybody. Eventually, we won't be. And probably because of them. <sighs> Probably because they're going to cancel us. We don't like what Eddie is saying. Huh. When did the when did the First Amendment get canceled? Well, when they decided that they're they're just a publisher, they're no longer going to publish our information on their platform. We're not inciting anybody, and I never sit here and tell you what to think. There's a huge difference. I get you to think what you think is your own business. Your opinions of me or anybody else is your own own personal business. How it affects you, your choices that you make, that's your own personal business. We're sitting here having a conversation about things that are happening in the world to try and get you to think. I'm not trying to tell you what to think, and I demonstrate my thinking every single day. And I'm very proud to have the Dow 3000 next to me every single day, verifying everything that we put out there so that we have that information and it's backed up. You won't find any other talk host doing that. Okay, or in the case of uh, Friday night's debate, right, uh, Rudy? Yep. When I was doing Friday night's debate, there's no notes. That's just simply stuff that you ask me a question, I'll give you the answer that you want. You either like it or you don't like it, and you, well, we'll talk about voting and the whole entire voting thing a little bit later on in the week, but uh, there you go. All right, we're a little late on traffic. Let's check on it. Hi, as we put things together, starting with the weather, great-looking week up ahead. In North Hills, it's 62 degrees. It's 64 in Four Hills, and it's 61 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, Coors Boulevard is going to just be a headache. Southbound from La Uria over to Montano Plaza, under 10 miles an hour that stretch. You'll also find drivers getting a little bit better on I-25 southbound as you make your way from Jefferson to the interchange. And this report brought to you by Taco Tote on Central, across from the historic Highland Theater. No patio dining, no indoor dining, but you can enjoy takeout at Taco Tote. And look at this, that family of five meal deal they have. That's a great way to enjoy takeout. One and a half pounds of meat, 12 fresh uh, handmade tortillas, rice, beans, cheese, chips, and salsa. You can see it all and get it all online by going to tacos.theplaceilike.com. We are up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, full third hour coming up uh, next. And, of course... Dowd and Rudy here as well. Hi, Eddie. Regarding the Super Bowl, in five or ten years, much of what happened yesterday will be forgotten. What will endure will be the number of lives you touch for good. That is beautiful. Thanks, Bill. Um, we'll also get to our Kill Bill segment. Not Bill, actually. Oh, my God. That's incitement. <laughs> impeach, impeach. She's brandishing a gun, a weapon. <laughs> she literally said, I'm not even kidding, Rudy, you brandished a weapon. I'm like, okay, nobody's brandishing anything because there was nobody in the room. Uh, this wow. These are Republicans. Wow. And we're talking about guns as weapons. It becomes a weapon when? He's in front of somebody. Well, no. You have to do something with a gun for it to become a weapon. You have to do something with a knife in order for it to become a what? A weapon. Okay. That's oh. weaponized. Like, we got to stop. 
Choose your words wisely. It's a weapon. Yes. I literally stopped her as she was talking to me, Rudy. I'm like, uh, did you just use the word weapon with me? Who did I attack? Who did I shoot? Or even threaten. I mean, please. No, no, no. Rudy, you're missing the point. Let's be very careful about our, our, our word choice here. When does it become a weapon? After the fact. Can't yep. be, it can't be a weapon. Oh, he has a weapon. A weapon would suggest that I'm going to do something with it. You're buying into that. And when you latch on to that first argument, I mean, we do logic and critical thinking all day, Rudy, but I'm telling you, once you latch on to that, there you go. Let's hit the top of the hour, Fox News, third hour next. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600, KIVA, Ready for trial. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. Democrats and Republicans in the Senate, as well as former President Trump's legal team, have agreed on how to proceed with the impeachment trial, opening arguments set for tomorrow. House Democrats and attorneys for former President Trump will begin making their cases tomorrow in the second impeachment trial of Trump in his many years. Following the despicable attack on January the 6th, there must, there must be truth and accountability. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says four hours will be set aside to debate the constitutionality of the trial for a single article of incitement of insurrection. The former president's lawyers say the trial is unconstitutional and political theater. House impeachment managers have filed arguments drawing links between Trump's refusal to accept election results with that deadly riot at the Capitol. Jared Halpern, Fox News. The office of the Secretary of State in Georgia has formally opened an investigation into the former president's efforts to overturn the results in that state. The president, the former president, was heard in a recording appearing to try to put pressure on Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. The state Supreme Court in New York has declined to revisit mortgage fraud charges against former Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort. Democrats in the House and Senate continue to press forward with a plan to get President Biden's nearly $2 trillion coronavirus relief package to a vote. This important historic work will give hundreds of millions of Americans the relief they need while getting our country back to normal as quickly as possible. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrats on the House Ways and Means Committee are proposing $1,400 stimulus payments to individuals, bigger tax breaks for families with children and lower incomes, and bolstered unemployment benefits. America is listening to Fox News. Beach combing, baking cookies, learning French. Aren't these what you'd rather be doing than thinking about your Medicare prescriptions? Well, Walgreens is here to help you get back to it with convenient refill and pickup options, expert pharmacists to answer all your questions, and Medicare copays as low as zero dollars. Zero. Which is also the number of cares in the world you'll have as you stroll the beach eating cookies and speaking French. Oh la la. Walgreens. Zero dollar copays apply to tier one generic drugs and select plans where Walgreens is a preferred pharmacy. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. You grab life with both hands. And you grab your bike with both hands. Therefore, bike is life. Figuratively speaking. Progressive Motorcycle.
Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Police continue to investigate the shooting death of a Yale University graduate student over the weekend. Still not much is known about Kevin Jung's death Saturday night. Police arrived after residents in a New Haven neighborhood called 911 reporting gunshots. Jung was found and pronounced dead at the scene. Yale President Peter Salovey called Jung an extraordinary person. Kevin served in the U.S. Army National Guard. He distributed food and, and cooked for a homeless shelter. He mentored youth. He was also engaged to be married. Salovey says Jiang's family is aware of the tragedy. Police are determining whether or not the deadly shooting was a random act. Gernal Scott. Fox News. You may soon be able to use Bitcoin when buying a Tesla. Tesla CEO Elon Musk is putting his money and Tesla's money where his mouth is. The electric automaker bought one and a half billion dollars in Bitcoin according to a Securities and Exchange Commission filing. The purchase comes after Musk promoted the cryptocurrency and others on Twitter. The electric vehicle company also said it expects to start accepting Bitcoin as payment for its products very soon, subject to applicable laws and initially on a limited basis. As a result, of Tesla's announcement, Bitcoin prices are soaring on Wall Street. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. The University of Alabama at Birmingham has removed the name of four-term governor and presidential candidate George Wallace from a campus building over his support of racial segregation. The building, which was named after Wallace in 1975, will now simply be called the Physical Education Building. In his first term address as governor, he vowed segregation forever, though later apologized to Congressman John Lewis, who was beaten in Selma while marching for voting rights. Wallace was elected to his fourth term as governor in 1982 with support from black voters. I'm Lisa Lacerra and this is Fox News. Number three, and let's put things together, starting with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande, and it's just a great-looking week up ahead. I can tell you that uh, tomorrow we should be nearing 70 degrees here in Albuquerque. Right now in Santa Fe, it's 49 degrees, 64 at uh, uh, ABQ Uptown, and 61 at the Rock of Talk. All right, still struggling a little bit there. Coors Boulevard southbound, basically between La Ria to uh, Montano Plaza. And if your drive takes you on the far west side there, uh, do note on Unser, it's still very slow. Cab is on, on over to west side. That should be clearing up here shortly. But gosh, you know what? I'd go slow too if I were looking at that sunset. That is dynamite. This traffic report is brought to you by theplaceilike.com. You know what? I'm going to ask you for a recommendation. Just tell them theplaceilike.com. It's got tons of places. You want to know the place I like for CBD? You go to cbd.theplaceilike.com. Breakfast? Go to breakfast.theplaceilike.com. Cake. I love cake. Cake.theplaceilike.com. Thank you for your sponsorship. With that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. <laughs> 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour here on this. Uh, Day after Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, did you watch? And you probably did. And our first hour covers that, and you can go back and watch and listen to all of that. Uh, really some more explorative things. I'm going to put on Clyde Lewis tonight at 8 o'clock and uh, hear what he has to say. He's way more student on top of that stuff uh, than I could ever be, and it's uh, literally his focus 
Uh, hour three, D Dow, Dow three thousand. As you're now getting referenced, so that that is actually stuck. Uh, okay. What do you think about? Is your mom going to be okay with that? My mother uh, refuses to call me anything but the name she gave me, David. Um, <laughs> so you don't mess with a mean old Irish woman. So no, she will not accept the Dow three thousand. But uh, others can. Uh, you can call me anything you want, ladies and gentlemen. Just call, don't call me late. Or supper, and you also uh, you you also don't mess around with Jim as well, and right. and now Tom, I wouldn't mess around with Tom very much. Uh, any, anybody else we shouldn't mess around with? Uh, you don't step on Superman's cape. You don't, you don't spit, spit in the wind. Spit in the wind. Right. <laughs> you don't pull the mask off of Lone Lone Ranger, and you don't mess around with Slim Dooper Dooper Doop. All right, uh, Eddie, COVID, C O V I D, certification of vaccine vaccine ID. You know, we were actually using that acronym, like, I think nine or ten months ago. We had uh, first uh, talked about that. Very interesting. Right, right, right. Well, they um, can't do that anymore because it's racist. You know, using acronyms something, is racist. Yeah. Acronyms is racist. Everything's racist. Uh, Eddie, uh, this is for the Dow 3000 to look up. mRNA vaccine is at least a GMO of humans. Uh, if you won't eat GMO or only organic, why would you take this mRNA <laughs> vaccine? Very good point. <laughs> Dow 3000, look up MIAC report from 2008. Started under Bush, continued under Obama. Fusion centers and DHS. You familiar with that? Um, well, that's the DHS the Department of Homeland Security. I'll, I'll go digging. I, I follow up on every piece of information people send my way. Uh, judge dismissed lawsuit in Victoria Martin case against the CYFD. you got to be kidding. Okay, we'll jump on that. Uh, that's something that... I already told you what happened there. Uh, Eddie, Jonas Salk in Survival of the Wisest laid out that RNA vaccines could be used for changing DNA in a heritable way. A specific example he used was for sterilizing for purposes of population control. There you go. He was a utopian progressive who believed in the world envisioned by the Georgia Guidestones or Bill Gates. And you know Georgia Guidestones. I think they yep. uh, 500 million is what they want on Earth. Right. Is that correct? Yeah, and we're uh, way over that limit. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, you hear the constant complaints. We can't feed 8 billion. We can't feed 9 billion yeah. people. Tell that's Norman Borlaug, greatest man who ever lived. Uh, first thing I thought of when you mentioned the DNA, helix, sperm, hexagonal symbolism for Seattle New Year. There you go. And you'll notice uh, communists don't have kids. In China, you have a one-child policy. Most of these people who are involved in Antifa, you're not going to act like that if you have families, by the way. Those are not people with families that are terrorizing the streets of Seattle, Portland, Minneapolis, um, Young and dumb tend to be. We can talk about <laughs> we can talk about the flip side of that and getting you know having as many kids as you want and letting the the government take care of the kids. What percentage of Black Americans are raised in one parent households? Oh, uh, Isn't it like seventy. Yeah, they're born into single mother households. It's over. Oh, 70. that's racist, Eddie. Yep, that is so racist. I can't believe you put. But pull out the statistic uh, before you say I'm racist. Okay, pointing out a fact does not make me racist, and especially and only if it's talking about race. These are your stats. That's that information. Please stop. Tom Brady, uh, white privilege. He got the Super Bowls. White privilege. We need to find a black quarterback. I, can't you just hear it now? Who it needs to go to ten Super Bowls? We believe Patrick Mahomes is going to be that guy. You guys are going to get so tired of this. You're not even. I thought we were in a, a point like. You know, you see interracial families all the time. They were all over the commercials last night. Oh, yeah. Like multiple interracial couples everywhere. Why am I paying attention to it? Because you're programming me to pay attention to race. 
So I'm paying attention. I'm telling you, well, it seems like all's well, good with the world now. But we're not talking about race anymore. But that's all we're talking about. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. The squad. There it is. First thing I thought of when you mentioned the DNA. What, what is it? What percentage on that? Uh, we're up to 72 now. 72%. Born out of wedlock, yeah. Please tell me when I'm wrong on any of my facts. And when I quote them, I want you to go and look them up as I say them. And if you think I don't read, I don't even take notes. It's just stuff that just sticks out in your brain. You're, you just jump right on top of it. Uh, let's see. Is the vaccine genetic engineering? I think we just got it right there from Jonas Salk that it could be. It is possible. We must question it. And why did it go so rapidly? And why is Bill Gates in, in, why is Bill Gates running policy? And why does he have patents on this stuff? Wow. Uh, fake data, datocracy. Uh, almost works. Eddie, I sold myself out. I got the vaccine, so I'll be permitted to fly abroad for work. Guilty. Well, it's your job. It's your job, I guess. Your choice. I mean, you really, if your job is your life, I mean, we can't blame you. But there you go. At least at the end of your life, when you come to the end of your life, it's like, I wish I'd have worked harder. I wish I'd have spent more time at the office. <laughs> I really wish. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? Boy, am I really glad I stood up for my boss. How many of you guys are saying that right now? I'm really glad I st stuck, up, stuck up for that guy. Eddie, I thought the game was great. It was. Um, Tom Brady won. Don't call me Sue. That's the other one. You don't mess around with Sue. Boy named Sue. Now My you're going to die. How, you do, how do you do? <laughs> Eddie, do you know the, the old R&B song called Don't Mess Around With Bill? And add that to your don't mess with list. I don't know. Remember the... I know Marry yeah, Me, Bill. Yeah. I know Marry Me. Will you marry me? Is that Marilyn McCoo? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Is it? Fifth Dimension, right? But it was written by another person. Oh. She did not write that. Oh. Wow. The depth of musical knowledge here during this third hour goes a little bit crazy. Marilyn right? McCoo didn't need to write. She could sing, and uh, she was kind of easy on the eyes. Too. She was so fun. <laughs> she was just a great lady in the Fifth Dimension. Um... <laughs> Speaking of Bill, we must kill one, but uh, how a bill becomes a law. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. That was, that was, you're speaking of that. Who's, who's saying that? Oh, yeah. Um, you guys remember that? That guy from New Orleans, right? Uh, just a bill. Yeah. See, you can't even go anywhere because now you, you try to go watch this stuff, and you can't find this stuff without it marketing to you from other political groups. It's like the video doesn't exist by itself. It's got to be other people who are, and of course, this is what you watched on Saturday morning. Or you watched when you have uh, Joe Biden, right? Uh, the, the jailhouse rock. Who, who did that? I know somebody did that. That was very famous. Jack Sheldon, the voice of the bill. There it is. Woo, you sure got to climb a lot of steps to get to this Capitol building here in Washington. Well, I wonder who that sad little scrap of paper is. <laughs> I'm just a bill. There yes, it is. I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's... Is he black or white? That's what I want to know. The first thing that comes to my mind is the singer of that song now black or white, right? I'm looking at a picture of him right now. And he is? White. Oh! <laughs> Does that sound like a white guy? So seriously, as he started, you wouldn't have got that right. Would you have got that right, uh, no. uh, Rudy? Nope. Most no, he was, would like, just, they would have got that wrong. Was but he see, black just, or white? Just that answer was 
braces. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a long, long journey to the Capitol City. It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee. But I know I'll be a law someday. At least I hope and pray that I will. But today I am still just a bill. Gee, Bill, you certainly have a lot of patience and courage. How about the good kid talking? That's oh. got to be a girl. No? A lot of girls well, do I got this play males. When I started, I wasn't even a bill. I was just an idea. Some folks back home decided they wanted a law passed, so they called their local congressman, and he said, you're right, there ought to be a law. Then he sat down and wrote me out and introduced me to Congress, and I became a bill. And I'll remain a bill until they decide to make me a law. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I got as far as... All right, well, we'll continue with that a little bit later. But we need to kill that poor little uh, piece of paper. And just so you know that there is no violence in that when we're saying that we're killing Bill and all this. And I, I guess it's okay we can say kill Bill because I guess in this particular case it's a white piece of paper. Uh, with a white singer. Yeah. Is that okay? But the ink is black. So but we're, oh, yeah. so we got to qualify this stuff because I'm yeah. really sketchy on this uh, PC stuff. Where do you go here? Yeah. Now, which way? Which way? When we say we kill. Is there another word we could use? Hmm. You see? See where we're going? This yeah. this political correctness insanity. It is a mental illness, folks. But uh, indeed, indeed. You know, we, we definitely need to kill this bill. Let's kill it. What are we going to kill this, this today? Yeah, we've been meeting to get to this one for a while. It's HB 111. It's 111. Of course, all these uh, pieces of legislation are available. Uh, N-M-L-E-G-I-S. N-M-L-E-G-I-S dot gov. That's our legislature's website, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm uh, no no uh, no friend of state government, but the website is uh, pretty well designed. It, it allows you to navigate uh, very easily, see where bills are, look at the fiscal notes, and that sort of thing. So uh, even the web webcasts of the committees are, are hearings are archived. So it's one one one. And Eddie, this is a this is kind of in your area. Uh, mm-hmm. We're talking about real estate. Real estate. Um, it oh, it does a lot of things, but basically it amends the New Mexico Human Rights Act to prohibit. What they call housing discrimination based on a person's source of income. Okay, very wow. interesting. Section one uh, going uh, in such uh, a bad direction describes uh, source of income to include any lawful source of money and program requirements of such funding and a minimum income requirement to mean a requirement set by an owner used to determine a prospective go slow here so ability to pay. We'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll go over that again. Basically, uh, you cannot discriminate against any prospective tenants' income sources. So uh, these are <laughs> so if you're getting lots of government checks, uh, they have to be treated the same as if you were out no, earning no. your own way. <clears throat> All right, wait, 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 wait. What's the, what are we really stepping over? What's the what's the big thing we're stepping over this year with that with that bill? What are we? Mm. What dead body are we stepping over? <laughs> Cannabis. Oh, okay. So if you get it from a cannabis source, you might smoke pot, and then you will eventually get to the point where you can sell it. Mm-hmm. And so you have to still lend it. We're getting to that point. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I see where you're yeah, going so on that. Yeah, so this is, you know, things that are kind of considered, quote-unquote, black markets, right? And a lot of, what what is it that these cannabis companies can't do? They can't really put money in a bank. Yes, Remember the banking that? problem. Yeah, okay, big issue so, for them. So now you're starting to see sort of 
how to skirt around this type of deal. This is how people are working around it. So mm-hmm. think about that as well. Go ahead. Uh, it requires that any lawful source of income be included in the minimum income requirements. It prohibits... Any. Any. That's that right. means yep. any lawful. Yep. That um, means anything covered under their umbrella, not whether it's lawful in the way that you got it. Right, right. Uh, prohibits the uh, imposition of additional requirements on a tenant whose rent is to be subsidized by a third party that is not imposed on other tenants, such as additional security deposit requirements. So repeat that again. Okay. It prohibits bars, bans, uh, imposing any additional requirements on a tenant whose rent is to be subsidized by a third party uh, that is not imposed on other tenants, such as additional security deposit requirements. That's literally saying you can get money by any means at that point. Okay. A murder for hire? Uh, I don't know. We, we don't discriminate against any of that stuff. Now, we're not going to that length, of course, but uh, there's three words in there that link all that together. Read it again slowly one more time. Uh, it, it prohibits the imposition of additional requirements on a tenant whose rent is to is be. Is to be. Is to be. Is to be. The most three most important words in that whole entire, entire thing is is to be. Is that by regulation? Is that by forced... Uh, um, I don't know, what, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, however it's done, it's not going to matter. So here's here's the kicker on this whole thing. Watch watch uh, Dow bring the hammer down. Continue. <laughs> uh, it, 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 uh, let me see. Section 6 uh, provides that for rental agreements of 12 months or more, the notice period for termination shall be no less than 14 days. For non- what does that tell you? You can't kick out your tenant. Right. Yeah. It restricts the ability to land. So I got to sit here yeah. and suffer through this whole entire thing. And they've got during that 14 days. Go ahead. Uh, for non-payment of rent, it changes the time an owner may terminate a rental agreement from three to ten days. While in addition, uh, the notice of non-payment may not be served until the resident is at least four days late on their rent payment, and the notice shall state the owner's intention to terminate the rental agreement. Okay. Uh, it further provides that if the rent is unpaid when due and the rental agreement has been in effect for a continuous 12-month period or more and the owner has not served prior notice of non-payment during that period, the notice time period for termination shall be not less than 21 days. The bill changes the time to cure rent due prior to the court issuing a writ of restitution from 3 to 21 days. So you're talking about a lot of rewriting of the regulation of the relationship between landowner and tenant. You are going to create an enclave of squatters. Did you know that in the state of New Mexico, if you squat on a property for 10 years and you're not service notice, you own the property? Interesting. Interesting. One of the few states where that happens. Hmm. It might actually be seven years, but I'm pretty sure it's 10. Hmm. Uh, Some really interesting things. Now, what will happen in all this? and Why does this need to be killed? Well, we have a huge number of people who rent here, more than normal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the house uh, ownership, I don't know what it is uh, for the state of New Mexico, but based upon the low incomes, we have a lot of people who rent homes, and then we have a lot of apartment investors here in New Mexico. We're one of those places where we get more and more escalations. What do you think is going to happen with all that apartment investing? going to dry up. They're going to be like, it's next to impossible to get these guys. We can't run our model like we run in other states, like... Colorado, Utah, Arizona, Texas, all these states where they have this model, they won't be able to employ this model because they'll be, it'll be impossible to kick these guys out by law. 
Hmm. Those days are, are huge. Anything else on that? Yeah, just finally, uh, Section 8 uh, adds a, and I'm, I'm, this is interesting, must be a court legal standard, adds a presumption of retaliation against any tenant who is in compliance with a rental agreement if the owner brings or threatens to bring an action for possession, decreases services. Possession? Of what? It says possession. Uh, decreases services, increases rent, refuses to renew a rental agreement, or serves a notice of termination. There it is. Refusal to renew the rent. It totally removes that from every... That alone will remove anybody from deciding to rent to a tenant again if this passes. Mm -hmm. but what does it do to existing contracts? <laughs> if this, the, and these are all... A lot of these rental agreements are, are put out through the uh, Realtors. Um, you know, they have their templates. So, all, obviously, all this stuff would be governed by those that law. Mm -hmm. uh, further regulates uh, the relationship. Uh, in addition, it adds to this presumption of retaliation against the tenant if within the past six months the owner was previously denied restitution the resident complained to a utility company about the functioning or safety of an appliance mechanical device or utility service uh, if the resident requested a reasonable accommodation for disability of course that's in the eye of the beholder uh, under a fair housing or human rights law or the resident received rental assistance here we go again from a third party satisfying all outstanding fees and costs so I mean, this is a micromanaging, basically, for every property owner uh, who, who has any tenants. And do we need this in light of what's going on? HB 111, ladies and gentlemen. Kill it. Got to kill this thing and kill it hard. Violently. <laughs> as quickly as possible. But you know what's going to happen with HB 111? It's going to get passed. It'll be that easy. We'll keep it here. Uh, but uh, little, no honor or humanity. Oh, well, lots of humanity in that. Uh, it's always on the side of the tenant uh, in this particular case. And of course, so. sponsored by Andrea Romero and Angelica Rubio, and that should tell you pretty much all you it's need. It's a bleeding heart real bill. estate bill. Yeah. The one that will keep your tenant in there forever because you're, the owner will never be able to have the opportunity to actually sell the property. Because mm. <laughs> he can stay in there for You're not for me, renewal. It's retaliation. <laughs> now, that's the retaliatory part that's in there? Mm. Mm. My goodness. Oh. The best way to help, how about landlord and tenant? get the economy revved up again so that we're all making money. Could we try that, maybe? maybe, maybe, maybe. We will. we got to kill that bill. This is where a bill goes to die. While a few key congressmen discuss and debate whether they should let me be alone, I and pray that they will. But today so there you go. Uh, what is his name? Don what? Sheldon. Don uh, Sheldon. That's, uh, Sheldon, I guess. The white singer of that. Yep. So, uh, and, he, I guess and of course, he reenacted that for the famous Simpsons parody uh, where uh, it was about flag burning. And um, when he said, if Ted Kennedy comes after me, I'll claim that he's gay. That was one of my, that was one of my favorite, yes. <laughs> a lot of hippies like to burn the flag, so we're going to have to. <laughs> Very good. Yes, he, he did it up. Did it uh, all right. Uh, we've kind of already given you the... Uh, the version of this, uh, Rudy. So, white or black? No, it's black. I guess you wonder where I've been. I search to find a love within. But you won't do for me. I came back to let you know. Got a thing for you. And I can't let go. Great song, huh? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. The black guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me I'm right. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I I really don't know. I have to go look this one up, um, uh, which which I think is you know I don't know if you 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 go out on the internet you look for this stuff. Uh, 
and I was again having a lot of fun. Embrace? Uh, no. Uh-huh. Let's see if I can uh, play this for you. Where did it go? Let me. I'll bring it back after the uh, the break right here. I do have to run some commercials, so stay tuned for that. We're going to take a quick break. Bring it back in uh, three minutes uh, right here in the Kiva on AM sixteen hundred KIVA. ABQ.FM and rockoftalk.com. Back in three minutes. Maybe to follow what I would not do. My friends wonder what is wrong with me. Well, I'm in the days from your love. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating. Family owned and operated since 1973 for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere, it must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. I'm Aaron Jones. I'm the President and CEO of International Protective Service, better known as IPS. International Protective Service, or IPS, is the very best security investigations firm in New Mexico and the southwestern United States. We utilize the very best law enforcement, the United States military, and true security professionals from all over the world. When you, your family, or your business needs the very best, think of International Protective Service, IPS, providing peace of mind in an ever-changing world. Visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs.
Krug's two large blinded studies confirmed the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. All right, time to put things together starting with the weather, and it's going to be a real nice week. I know the rain's coming on Saturday, but we'll just leave that for the weekend. Right now, 59 degrees in Rio Rancho. It is 60 degrees at Altura Park and 60 here at the Rock of Talk. A couple things to keep in mind for the uh, morning commute. Manal, east and westbound between Princeton and Sunset Memorial Park. The right lane is closed. And Montano, eastbound between Renaissance and Cultural. You only have the left lane to get by on. It's not enough. All right, well, this traffic report is brought to you by Monte Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. With the biggest humidor in the southwest, that means they have the temperature control, and that gives you the largest selection of blends and prices. If you want to find out the perfect cigar for you, just ask Matt or any of the staff there. Monte Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Jackson, uh, black or white, and, and I mean, just the, the video itself, right? I mean, it doesn't matter if it's black or white. Boy, have times changed. It really matters. And then you heard at the top of the hour the segregation. There were actually black people who were voting for George Wallace. Yep, yep. Uh, that's kind of interesting, right? Uh, yep. As the most racist guy in the, maybe the history of this country. I'll give him credit for when he took on the hippies. He said, <laughs> you know, these hippies know a lot of four letter words, but two four letter words they don't know. S O A P and W O R K. Just the worst. There's uh, there's Wallace. So, um, did you also notice at the top of the hour, Fox News failed to mention that George Wallace was a Democrat? Democrat, yes. Fails yeah. to mention that. Funny how all that gets the admitted. South, yeah, the South kind of the, uh, the the whitewashing of, of everything. Uh, sorry, is that racist uh, too? This is a very funny. This is done by Kev on stage, and I brought this on just because I, I get such a huge laugh out of it because it's so incredibly truthful. Now, I just asked uh, Rudy the question uh, about um, Bobby Caldwell. And Rudy instantly Wait, 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 wait Rudy, Rudy. We'll, we'll get to you in a sec. From your love, you see. 
brother posted this this morning. And after 34 years, I'm just finding out that the man that sings what you won't do for love is white. <laughs> I, I, I called out of work today. I just, I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know what's real, what's not. I just got to get myself together. I feel thrown off. <laughs> I didn't, like, this is, I knew he was a black man. This man looked like Indiana Jones, and I don't. You know, I don't know what to do with that. I feel like God always gives black people, we just, he keeps us humble. Every once in a while, let somebody do something we do well. <laughs> Eminem, Beastie Boys, the professor from And One Mixtape, Michael Jackson, around the Remember the Time era. He always just got to keep us humble and be like, no, I'm going to give you somebody that can do it. And and it's cool. I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. You know, John B., you know, <laughs> they don't know. Don't listen to what people say. They don't know about this year is what I'm saying. But Bobby Caldwell... Sounds like the person your old uncle's always referencing in every story. You know, you need a car, you go down, you see Bobby Caldwell over on Buick's on Main. Now, he's going to get you into a Skylock, and he's going to give you to a good price. You understand me? Now, Bobby Caldwell, you want to talk about somebody who could make some green. Now, usually men don't make the green, but Bobby Caldwell, that boy makes some green. Now, Bobby Caldwell, went to school with him. We went down to Mud River High. You know, Bobby Caldwell was starting shooting guard for the Mud River uh, uh, Beaver Angles. And I said, Bobby Caldwell, you're going to take the winning shot, and Bobby Caldwell do it every time. Now, Bobby Caldwell, well, also went away the little time, you know, he sold a little hair on, and you know what I'm saying, but we were selling hair on back in the day, okay, all the great musicians <laughs> was on hair on, and Bobby Caldwell was the man they came to see, you want to see somebody, man, the man, they're going to be Bobby Caldwell every time, and lo and behold, mind blown, Bobby Caldwell, white as the day is long in the summertime, you hear me, you want to see a man about a meal, you go down and see Bobby Caldwell. By the way, I'm going to make a perfect old black man. <laughs> when my day comes, I'm going to be, hey, now listen to me. Now, well, I, they used to call me Kevin on stage, okay? You know what I'm saying? Now, I, I, I it went down. I wanted to promote my own tour. And I said, they say, hey, man, how you promote a tour? And they say, you go down there, you say Bobby Caldwell. Bobby Caldwell going to get you the insurance certification so you can go on and have your own tour. Now, if you want to mess up, you don't see Bobby Caldwell. But you want it done right, you go down there, you see Bobby Caldwell. He's going to get you everywhere from El Paso to Buffalo, New York. And that's why I'm on the tour now. Cause see, now I can't even stop talking like this. Cause I got Bobby Caldwell. It's also a little stutter. Now you go, 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 go. You go, see Bobby Caldwell. You hear me? You hear me? Huh? Go down there and see Bobby Caldwell. Take it away, Bobby. found a guy, though, Eddie, that actually talks faster than Dowd. <laughs> He's good. That's Kevin on stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And here the, we are. YouTube, uh, the, the first, first comment on this YouTube video he posted is, Bobby Caldwell was baptized in shea butter and coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Someday we're going to get past uh, all this racial uh, stuff. I thought we had. When, but... when is, what, like, why are we, why are we soaking this thing in again? Is that is that what happens? You just get shamed into doing it? Oh, man, people love that video. Uh, dude, right, just like Dr. John. He was from New Orleans. Sounded right. black when he was white. Yes. Dr. John, there's another one. Don't give them all away because uh, I think we should do this exercise every day. Eddie, the vaccine is like the flu shot. Some people claim it works that they get it every year and never get the flu. Others get the flu and shot and they never get sick either. So the COVID will fail in the same category soon, too. Bob and Lawson. Got no flu shot show. this year and never got the flu. Uh, Eddie, you could target the bill, but uh, it's probably too violent as well. If I make my money from pot, there it is. I can rent anywhere. That's exactly right. You guys are um, amazing. I don't even have to tell them. Like, like they like no. It's like 
I should just let other people come and do the show. What do you think? Eddie socialists eat their dogs. Communists eat their babies. Which was a great fun... Uh, Greta Thunberg? Greta Thunberg? Thunberg. Thunberg, okay. Right. Uh, How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I you should be in school. No future. <laughs> a Matanza. That's what you should call the new bill. Oh, that's hey. good. Play a little like Latin that. music. Yeah. Latinos. We're killing bills in New Mexico. Matanzas. That's good. I like that. The massacres. Uh, let's see. Eddie, is the Albuquerque Journal's crime map racist because it portrays poor neighborhoods as dangerous? Ooh, very question. good question. Google yeah. image, it will come up. It's behind a paywall, so I used a screenshot. Used a shop. Use shop to screen grab it. Uh, snip, not shop. Okay. Um, that guy that played at my high school. Okay, I don't know what that is. Uh, two images coming in. Florida is going to kill us all. <laughs> yeah, because they all got together at, uh, looks like, the open bars... Oh, in Tampa, yeah. In Tampa, and they're just roaming the streets without masks. Yeah, the media's been whining about happening? that for the last couple of days. And this is amazing. Protesters in central Moscow chanting, down with the czar. Uh, some have broken off and are heading to the Mastryka Tishny Hall, where the opposition is. I believe that his, if I'm not mistaken, Putin's in a little bit of a crisis, because he's only have, has 65% approval rating. Is that what's happening Devastating. Right now? Devastating. Not yeah. 100%. Uh, last election, he, he dipped below 95% re-election rate. I mean, that's, you know... Eddie, my son was raised on the School of Rock videos. <laughs> Bobby Caldwell. B B Bobby Caldwell. Bobby Caldwell. Get you into a... I love that you Bobby Caldwell song. Kar karaoke favorite. Can you really sing that karaoke? Can't do it justice. Wow. Wow, that's insulting to Bobby, to Bobby, Bobby Caldwell. Caldwell. Bobby Caldwell. <laughs> uh, Ebony and Ivory. Oh, yeah. And I loved... Uh, I loved it. And this is from Michael, my uh, Native American friend. Wild Cherry, average white band. They were great. Wigger has been forgotten. I don't know what that means. Ooh, okay. okay, I don't think you can say that word that begins with W. Wow. Maybe some people can. Oh, sorry. Am I not allowed to say it? There's a guy, actually, uh, when this radio station was owned by somebody else, he literally got on the radio and kept saying the N-word over and over and over again for like two hours straight. Wow. And he was also a libertarian candidate for president. Interesting. You might have seen him back in the day. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that got Dr. Laura eventually booted off. Remember, she was quoting rap lyrics, not saying the N-word, but saying them in relation to rap lyrics. And I think that's Yeah, you can't even do that. Yeah, you can't even I mean, do that. That's yeah. a, I, don't know. I mean, I could say it, but what, what good does it actually do me? For what uh, reason? In, in the piece on rockoftalk.chat, I just refer to it as a certain racial epithet, just to yeah. avoid trouble. <laughs> and then, I, and like I said, I went and asked, uh, you know, you did, leave yeah, it. You I, mean, know. I mean, I just qualified everything, and I got a complete and total education. Should I have somebody in... My campaign, like, handle race relations mm. or race-sensitive issues. Remember when Rush Limbaugh had Bo Snerdly as the official Obama criticizer because Rush couldn't criticize Obama? He had to have a black guy criticize Obama, remember? And, and Bo would come on the mic and do his official black-on-black -black criticism because white-on-black <laughs> was not acceptable. Uh, Limbaugh's, we're, we're going to so, miss, we're gonna miss the, Rush. <laughs> well, also in the explanation, I was on for like 30 minutes, I think, and I'm sure he's watching right now from where he's at in Ohio, um, we got into a conversation about the pronunciation of that. Oh, okay. The word. Okay. And the way that black people say it versus the way that white people say it. White and black people don't even say it the same way. Oh, no, of course not. So the call out of it's more guttural, and they, they, they use the N as a go. Yep. Like yep. that. Does that... And it, and it ends in a in a vowel, not a consonant. Yeah, correct. Right, and know. whereas <laughs> that's all people, I'm going to say. Yeah, black people end up and as a they use it as a consonant. Yep. So 
essentially is what happened. So, anyway, good stuff. I'm really surprised that they didn't get any text today about the first female official in yesterday's Super Bowl. I saw Bowl. that ponytail. I saw that ponytail, the woke uh, Super Bowl. She was white and blonde. How did she that happen? How did we miss that? It's shameful that it why took this long. Why wasn't there a special feature on that? How come we weren't... Okay, we weren't talking about that. Uh, uh, Notice uh, modern Dems aren't really getting canceled. How about Robert Byrd, former recruiter for the KKK? Yeah, longest-serving senator ever. Correct. Excellent text. And uh, Senate pro tem. How about all those Senate Dems that voted him into leadership just a few steps away from the president? Bill Clinton's mentor, uh, the guy from Arkansas, Fulbright, uh, not a big fan of desegregation. The schoolhouse rock guy who played in Molina Bill played at my high school. Oh, wow. Wow. We got uh, all ages uh, here on that. So there you go. Well, that'll that'll be a wrap for the show, folks. We appreciate everybody being here. See you bright and early tomorrow uh, uh, here in the Kiva and uh, at 4 p.m. Thanks for listening. Stay tomorrow. Catch us on Roku and Amazon Fire. Bill O'Reilly is next. The gangs of the nations causing grief in human relations. It's a turf war on a global scale. I'd rather hear both sides of the tale. It's not about races, just places, faces. Where your blood comes from is where your face is. I've seen the bright get dull. I'm not gonna spend my life being a color. Never you agree with me when I saw you kicking dirt in my